Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Hey, everybody. Dave Hodges here, host of The Common Sense Show. Uh, We are so glad to be with you, and uh, we are moving further and further into chaos in a divided country. I pray that we do not have a civil war, but we're certainly trending in that direction, and I'm saying that from a historical perspective. I have no inside information, but I also have common sense, hence the name of the show. And ladies and gentlemen, we are, um, um, well, let me just put it to you this way. Uh, we have a TV show, and I just want to tell you about it very briefly. It's called the Common Sense Show TV, and it's where we do our heavy lifting. I get people on there. Uh, well, you know Doug Thornton. Uh, you got Doug from uh, DHS, former Marine combat veteran. You've got uh, oh, we've got guests on from various agencies with the federal government, but as part of their severance agreement, they can't tell you who they worked for. And we have a number of those. We have Celeste on, who worked in FEMA. And, oh, you should have seen uh, the show we're putting out today. On Celeste, oh my gosh, it's scary, 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 scary. Uh, but we're not trying to frighten you, we're trying to get you ready. And we like to say over there, what's coming is no longer coming, it's already here. And we cover that on the Common Sense Show.tv. Now, we have a special for you that's good till September 1st. If you get in before the 1st, and by the way, existing customers, you're grandfathered in, but if you uh, are, are covered, but, but, sorry, I'm getting my words twisted here. If you are in, you signed up for the Common Sense Show TV before September first, you'll lock in at the two ninety nine per month rate. If not, after that, we're raising the rates to three ninety nine because bandwidth has gone up fifty percent in price. So we are, um, like I said, we're, we're trying to hold the line. Um, I, I don't mind uh, zero profit on some of our endeavors. But we will not go into debt. So I know you understand that. But anyway, you will never notice a change if you're an existing customer. And if you just sign up now, well, you're in at the great price. And I will tell you this. We have great guests. September 12th, for example, we have Tom Homan, the former ICE director. He's got a great book out right now. And he eviscerates Biden. And you can't understand how bad the border is until you read Tom's book. Well, we've got him for almost an hour. So that's the kind of guests we get over there. And we have uh, our present guest over there, Bob Griswold. We'll get to Bob in just a second. And Bob is uh, knows more about survival than any of the rest of us. Uh, well, he'll forget more than we'll ever know. I mean, that's the bottom line. And he has a lot of great things he does. He talks to people for free. Well, he's on our show a lot, too, as a consultant. So that's just part of the lineup we have over there. Very quickly, we're brought to you by the best durable food company in the world. The railroads look like they're headed for strike on September 16th. Their arbitration officially ends then, and they're eligible to strike. And they say they're striking. And what that means is a lot of food for the Midwest harvest is going to rot on the side of roads and will not get to market. That means extreme food shortages for you to go along with over the 100 food processing plants that have been destroyed since Biden took office. Surprise, surprise. And all the other things going on with food, it's going to become a rare commodity. We're we're eating next year's harvest. I hear this constantly from the farmers. So what do you do? You go to preparewithdave.com and you're still going to get 25 year shelf life no price increases in fact they still have a sale on the four week emergency and what you can do is order multiple layers of four week emergency to get to your desired level I recommend two years and you'll get the discount each step of the way Uh, the food 
uh, is high in calorie, but that's what you want for storable food. So if you're looking for diet food, uh, you might want to change your thinking of what's coming up. You may have a natural diet if you don't prepare. So go to preparewithdave.com. And if you have food, you better have water. And we believe we have the best water filtration system. If you have to scavenge water, there's your ticket right there, the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. They list their research on their data sheets. I mean, we post that at waterwithdave.com. And they're extremely impressive. They, too, have not raised their rates. They, too, have a sale. And they, too, could save your life. Do you need food? You need water. Go to waterwithdave.com. Waterwithdave.com. And, ladies and gentlemen, you may as well suffer in comfort. We've had my pillow stuff forever, and the Lindell people, thanks, Mike, for all that you do. But the Lindell people contacted us and said, Would you like to give your audience great deals? And I said, Yeah. And they said, well, Dave, have them go to mystore.com and use your name as the promo code. You're going to get half off everything or two for one or even better deals than that. So just you may as well suffer in comfort. That's what we're doing here. We love the MyPillow stuff. Absolutely. So if you got just the smallest bit of uh, discretionary income, there you go. MyPillow is where you want to be. Mystore.com, coupon code Hodges. Well, Bob Griswold really needs no introduction. He's a frequent guest on both our radio and TV side, uh, very popular because he tells people this is what you got to worry about, and he also is not short on solutions. So we like to tell people, hey, we don't just bring guests on. If there are some possible solutions to these dilemmas, we share it with you. We're just not trying to raise people's fear levels. Bob, welcome to the show. Uh, my gosh, a new day, and you have 10 new stories. <laughs> well, you know, I was just reading a story about um, the burning platform. You know, how civil war is coming, and how they always use religion all the way back to Rome. You know, Nero blamed the Christians uh, for burning down Rome. Diocletian blamed it because the monetary system had collapsed, and that was the last great persecution of Christians in Rome before Constantine, and that's why 90% of the uh, transcripts of the Bible were destroyed during his, his reign. Um, and, you know, we, we see it all the time. And today, you know, with this new religion of humanism and secularism, satanic uh, globalism, uh, who are they blaming? They're blaming the Christians. And, and so we see a, a civil war. I, 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 Dave, I don't think it's um, going to start. I think it's already started. Now, I, I will say this. I, obviously, the Christian people aren't the ones pushing it, irregardless of what they say about January 26th. I mean, January 6th. You know, going back to where they, they've, they've engaged in war against our children. I mean, teaching your children that if you cut your, you know, manhood off, you can become a woman. Uh, they, they've told them about communism is good. They tell, taught them to hate their parents. I mean, just the most... I, I have some books down in my office here. If we were doing on TV, I could pull them up. And they're educational books that just absolutely, you know, every white person's a racist. Um, every little boy needs to examine the fact he should become a girl. I, books that are actually worked, uh, taught in elementary school. They're, they're the, uh, see, I don't want to use that frame, uh, Dick and Jane books, but okay. But no, that, I got it, I got of, this, it. of this generation. Um, excuse me. Well, I want to say Bob's not being crude. We, we grew up reading Dick and Jane books as a matter of learning phonics. And 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 so we're not being crude here, folks. So well, it's like you, using the word yeah. gay. You know, there you go. when yeah. I was young and gay, though that back in the 30s, that meant you know, yeah, I was happy. But today, the word has been hijacked to mean something different. But uh, but yeah, I, I think we're already in a civil war. I think the Christians are being rounded up, um, electronically being rounded up, socially being rounded up, religiously being rounded up, educationally being rounded up, and, and we're being painted into a corner. I mean, you know, I, I, over and over and over again, we see a Christian parent who stands up or somebody who expresses Christian value. You know, I, I don't think, you know, a boy should play on girls' teams. Um, and, you know, they're fired, they're, they're let go, they're uh, penalized, whatever. Um, and, and so, Dave, I, I, I didn't want to take it here, but I just wanted to address that for a minute. We are in a civil war, and, and we're in a spiritual war. And then we, it, this shouldn't take us by surprise, because there, there, since the day that Adam and Eve ate from the fruit in the Garden of Eden, the, the fruit that was forbidden to them, the, the humanity's been in a civil war, um, a war between the forces of Lucifer and a war between, you know, the, the, the Lord God Almighty. And we are, we are the battleground by which that war is being fought out, kind of like we're the Ukrainians, you know? We have one side fighting and the other side, but you know, it might be in that bad analogy. But you know, the Christian people are in the middle of this war because you know Satan can't directly attack God. I mean, you know, he doesn't have the capability, and it would be foolish of him to do it because he knows it'd be like. 
pouring a drop of water on a sun and thinking you're going to put it out. Um, you know, you just you couldn't even approach it. But so he comes after us, and uh, we we have to expect it. We have to stand strong. We have to be firm, and and you know just be bold in these days and say, listen, I serve the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, uh, Jehovah Jireh, my provider, and you know I will not shrink back. I will not be a coward. I will not uh, you know cower in the presence of the evil mag- uh, evil presence of Satan. I will not cower before it, or his minions. I'm not going to cower before them. I'm going to stand strong and speak the truth. So, you know, and, and, and so you know, everything we see coming out of that kingdom today is a lie, a lie. And um, like I said, I didn't want to go here. I want to share, Dave, I want to change a little bit. I want to share a personal story today. And it's, it's my personal story because you said I have answers, okay? And um, this is an answer I'm finding out personally for myself, okay? And, you know, I, I'm not a doctor. I'm not giving anybody any medical advice, okay? I'm not. I'm just telling you, this is my journey. You do what you need to do. This is my journey, okay? Because I don't believe the medical industry. And I think, you know, I mean, I'm just reading a report now. Dr. Fauci is saying that he never told anybody. He never locked down anything. I mean, he never did gain-of-function research. They have known, remember, cigarette smoking didn't hurt you. I mean, you know, all these things that they came out with that have been proven just absolutely Death machines, and finally, it comes up. Truth comes out, which is going to happen with you know this this thing we're going through now. COVID, the truth's going to come out. Um, the truth's going to come out. What he, how he was involved with Ukraine and what he did over there. I can only imagine what they were concocting in Ukraine. You know, in all those forty some odd bio labs. But but here's my story, Dave. Um, you know, all my life, God, I have seen God work amazing in my life. And Dave, I am a sinner. I mean, I I, I deal with the things. That, that every man deals with. I, I've, I've, you know, I've broken the Ten Commandments. I mean, most of them, not all of them, but, I mean, you know, in my heart, I probably have broken them all. So I'm, uh, this is not Bob, St. Bob walking on water. This is a, a one beggar telling another beggar how to find bread, okay? So uh, that's what R.C. Sproul called, uh, you know, a Christian telling a, a sinner about the Lord Jesus Christ. One beggar telling another beggar where to find bread. And that, that's all I'm doing right now. And so it, this is a personal journey for me, and I want to share it with people to give them hope. I, I don't want any pity um, uh, from it, because, you know, the Bible teaches us that all things work together for good to those who love God and are called according to His purpose. And going back in my life, I see God miraculously move in my life just because I trusted him. That's all. I said, I'm going to do it. Um, I don't know why I'm doing it. It's, it's scary to do it, but I'm going to do it. And, and, you know, Dave, one of the big things, you know, that, that happened to me is I was a successful building contractor in Florida in the 80s, and I was sitting in my office one day, and I used to build these mega homes for people, um, you know, uh, and I just felt the Lord tell me, it's over. Close the business down and leave. Go. I had met Steve Quayle, and I felt God had called me to go and assist Steve Quayle. So, you know, I had just built my wife this nice home. I mean, it was a beautiful home. She loved it. And I approached her, and, she, and you know, my wife's such a godly woman. She goes, if that's what you feel like God wants us to do, that's what we're going to do. So we sold the home, sold all the nice stuff I bought her in the home, put, put our most valuable possessions in a uh, large U-Haul, and headed out to Montana. Uh, my friends thought we were crazy, um, but and you know even I thought it was crazy. Uh, I'll explain. Yeah, as I was leaving Mont, as I was leaving the state of Florida, I was sitting there dealing like, "What have you done? What have you done?" And um, all of a sudden, I said, "Honey, do you think we've done the right thing?" <laughs> you know, <laughs> not the time to say that. Exactly. Um, and she looked at me. and She goes, "I hope you know we've done the right thing." And, and I, Dave, I just said, let's pray, honey. Let's just pray right now. And obviously I didn't close my eyes because I was driving a U-Haul. But, you know, we just prayed, Lord Jesus, let your will be known to us. Make it clear that we've done the right thing, that we're walking in faith, and this is what your will for us is. And Dave, since we were hauling this U-Haul, I was going like 45 miles an hour on the interstates. Everybody was passing us. You know, we just couldn't go very fast. Uh, and this soon, I, Dave, I'd say within five seconds of praying, and in, in, in Jesus' name, we ask this. Amen. This tractor trailer passed us, and in the back, in great big bold letters, somebody had written, "Go west, young man." I, I'm not kidding you. 
we just couldn't believe it. And that's not even the correct saying. The correct saying, the, the literary saying, is "Go west, my young man." I mean, "Go west, young man." This one said, "Go west, my son." Mm. And, and how God moved us, and we went and, and with Steve, Steve, and it was a, a direction changer of my life because I walked in faith. Okay, it, it wasn't something that was easy, but it was a direction change. And we were in Montana for two years, and the Lord said, "You know, I want you to." Move again, and it's like my. By that time, my mom was thinking, "Oh gosh, I, you know, I have a nomad for her son, you know, a vagabond." And you know, we packed up everything and we headed to Tennessee. We've never been to Tennessee ever. Never been here. We headed here with the money I made in business, you know, and we found a little rental house and rented it and looked for property. We found our property, built on it, and God has just so prospered us here. And we, this is where Ready Made Resources was really birthed. Um, and, and, and so my encouragement is, this is a, lo- a walk of faith, Dave. This life is a walk of faith. It's not something that's easy. The Bible says, by faith we inherit the promises. And it goes, the whole, the whole thing in Hebrews 11, all the saints of God, by faith they conquered kingdoms. By faith Noah saved his family. By faith Joseph saved a nation. It, there, it's, not, it's not something we just sit on the sofa and watch Jeopardy and God rains down, you know, Cadillacs to us like, you know, certain false teachers tell us. And so... We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at thecommonsenseshow.tv, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at thecommonsenseshow.tv. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call buryyourgold.com. And what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground. And you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold. Not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to buryyourgold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Did you know that the World Economic Forum now, they in the last meeting they convened, they actually had a water board there with water experts, and they tell us our water is in danger and they have to take control of our water. Does that bother anybody? I'm sure it does. And I begin thinking right now about water safety. And we already know there's lead in the water, chemicals in the water. A lot of it's not safe to drink. But we have the answer for you. It's called the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. It's the best there is. And scientifically, they leave nothing to doubt as they publish their research at waterwithdave.com. And it's my choice for water filtration. Gravity powered. It reduces 206 contaminants. It targets heavy metals, fluoride, chlorine, and viruses. It is the best there is in the business. And you can read all the research on this simply by going to water with dave.com that's water with dave.com save eighty dollars for a short time a, a year and a half ago i had um i went to my cardiologist and I, because my father had some heart issues and I, i'm i mean i can go i go to the treadmill and tear it up i felt good but i just went and um but then i, I the cardiologist called and said you know your heart looks really good and everything like that but You've got an issue you need to talk to your doctor about. So I said, what? She go, we can't tell you. You have to call your general practitioner. So I called my general practitioner. And he called me in, and he told me, you have a tumor, cancerous tumor, on your kidney that was pretty big, and it had metastasized into your lung. Ooh. Okay, yeah. Okay. Now, well, is God in charge? Is he in charge? I mean, is he the Lord of our life in good and bad? And we have to say, yes, he is. 
And so I immediately called my best friends, and they anointed me with oil and prayed for me. And I, I met a doctor, uh, Godwin, <clears throat> and I, I went to the doctor, and, and they wanted to, you know, I said, I'm not doing chemotherapy. I'm not going to die that way. You know, I'm not going to die. They gave me, said, you know, maybe a year and a half. Well, this is a year and a half. Okay, so I started researching this day, and God, I think, has given me some great wisdom. And this is what I'm saying: I'm not a doctor. This work has worked for me. Okay, mm-hmm. this is a walk of faith. I, I give all the glory to the Lord Jesus Christ. Okay, because I, first of all, I love my wife. I want to spend time with her. The Lord laid on my heart to ask for ten more years, um, especially in the times in which we're going. I want to be there for her. Um, and I love running ready-made resources. I love talking to people and helping them prepare for what is coming. So I told the doctor I would start immunotherapy, okay? And that actually is showing some very, very good promising things because the, the doc, doctor and I agreed uh, chemotherapy is what he told me was 20th century. This is 21st century medicine. So I said, okay. But it didn't stop there, Dave. I, I said, God has made in nature the things that can absolutely heal the body. And um, at that, during that time, right after I got the diagnosis, I came down with COVID. And I mean, I got COVID. I remember. You know, level five COVID. You know, five alarm fire COVID. I was in the hospital, okay? Besides their best attempts to kill me, um, they gave me five doses of remdesivir. Uh, I didn't know what it was at that time. Uh, I came out of the In fact, the doctor came into my room. And my wife was sitting there beside me, which, you know, she refused to leave. And they wanted to get her out of there because I had COVID. And, you know, I was, she was going to become typhoid Mary if she didn't get out of there. He looked at her and he says, there's a lady next door and, this, and your husband in the same condition. And she's going to die tonight. That's what he told her, Dr. Kevorkian. Okay? Um, Dr. Death, whatever you want to call him. And my wife sat there. And I was semi-lucid. But I do remember this. She goes, Doctor, you don't know our God. I mean, you know, and he did the eye roll, but they never expected me to leave that hospital. I left that hospital extremely weak a year ago, Dave, and every doctor told me, <clears throat> don't go to the gym because they know I like to work out. And, and I mean, I had lost 45 pounds. I could not curl a 10-pound weight. That's how much strength I'd lost, and I can curl usually about 50, 60 pounds in one arm. Don't go to the gym. Don't do this. Don't do that. Take it easy. You have a relapse. One doctor, Dr. Godwin, I'm not going to use his first name because I didn't know if he'd want me to. He is up in up north. He he heard that I what my condition was. I mean, so I was what they called, um, um, you know, I had uh, two two causes that would cause death. Um, Josh is trying to think of the word. It escapes me right now. Um, but but he, he told me, Bob. You mean the comorbid, co- comorbid comorbid, Comorbidity. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Comorbidity issues. So um, he told me that, um, you know, Bob, that's insane. COVID is a lung disease. It has impaired your lungs. The the thing you want to do is go into the hospital, go into the gym, and start working your quadriceps. Those are the big leg muscles on the front of your legs. Those, you know those big ones. He goes, they'll take a lot of oxygen. It'll force your lungs to start working again. Okay, now he's a naturopath doctor. He's also an MD. He goes, that's insanity. Go to the gym. So three days out of the hospital where I could barely walk. I mean, I could barely walk. Um, I went to the gym and did a leg workout. That I can tell you, that night, the change in my body was dramatic. I mean, dramatic. Well, what did you What did you do? What did you do in the gym? Let's help people out. They... I, I, I I got on the legs machine and started working my quadriceps and hamstrings. I mean, the I knee ex- was that so, knee, ex- knee extension? Let's be specific. Yeah, uh, you know, leg presses, leg presses, <clears> and then I turn around and I put my leg backwards into the curl machine of the, the legs, and I use, and then I lift my leg backwards. And okay. Drop, it does your hamstrings, right. and then I sit on the machine and I I get a weight on my back and just do my tiptoe thing, and that gets your calves. They that night, uh, my kidneys had shut down. They, I mean, because just I was passing a lot of fluid to be a lot of lot of fluid because my muscles had atrophied and my kidneys had stopped working. That night, because all of a sudden, my muscles needed oxygen, and they needed water, because I was working them. 
my kidneys amazingly, almost overnight, which is transformational, overnight, my kidneys started working again normally because I made them work and I made them need water and all of, you know, I made them need glucose. So it, it was, tr- my wife was stunned. She goes, this is transformational. Every doctor got it wrong except for Dr. Godwin. God bless the man. He actually left his practice. And this is some of the other things I want to tell you because it's not the death sentence it used to be. He left his practice up in Pennsylvania, drove all the way down, pro bono. No, don't want anything for it. I, Bobby, I don't want you to pay me. Now, I, I refused that. And I did pay him, but he, I don't want anything for it. I, I'm doing this as your friend. And he introduced me to IV vitamin C, IV therapy with glutathione. Now, glutathione is a sulfur drug. Sulfur, if you read it, is an amazing anti-carcinogenic drug. Okay? Vitamin C, according to the NIH, National Institute of Health, is extremely cytotoxic. But the problem is you cannot swallow enough of it um, to, to make it effective because your body only absorbs about 10%. And if you swallow enough of it, it is a um, laxative too, put it mildly. Huh. If you swallowed 100 grams of vitamin C to get 25 grams, mm, you would be having fun. And you might as well go to Walmart and, or pull out all that um, uh, you know, toilet paper you stored during... <laughs> You know, I got it. it. I got it. I, I'm trying to keep it polite, okay? Because yeah. you're going to become well acquainted. I mean, I've done it before. I've taken 10 grams of vitamin C orally, and it has a laxative effect on you. But I was I started out with 25 grams of vitamin C and glutathione, okay? So um, I did that, and then I started researching because NIH said it's NIH. You can read it for yourself. Go to the NIH website and type in vitamin C IV and cancer type it in and they'll tell you it's cytotoxic towards cancer it says it right there now what one thing you're going to notice a lot of the studies and and this isn't meant to be pejorative of anybody's name but they're done by stans and changs or asians and east uh, and middle easterners because this the smiths and the jones don't do it because there's no money in it but these are nih studies many of them that show that vitamin c is toxic towards cancer okay so I said, "Wow!" And between and the workout, also that that was that was another key. He told me, you know, muscle burns glucose three times faster than fat burns glucose. Don't go to the gym. Don't build your muscle. So my body has a lot of glucose in it. Well, cancer loves glucose, loves it. So when you're working out and you're doing muscular exercises and you're building muscle, that muscle is eating glucose in your body three times faster than fat will burn it so that takes away cancer food uh, again did does modern medicine tell you any of this did modern medicine tell you about vitamin c and glutathione injections no in fact it was kind of like oh that's all anecdotal and but it isn't and i'm going to explain to why uh, so i started doing more study dave quercetin okay this is i'm on the nih website right now okay quercetin it's an herb it says here. Let me get back to the top. Um, quercetin and cancer: new insights into into its therapeutic effects on cancer cells. Um, and you, you can look at the names. They're Asian, and uh, well, these are all Asian names um, because nobody in the United States wants to do that. Because you, I can buy a bottle of quercetin, and, and you want to get it from somebody like Mike Adams. You want to get good stuff or Dr. Mercola. You don't want to buy it at Walmart. I'm not saying anything about it, but I know what I'm getting when I buy from Dr. Mercola or Mike Adams, okay? And Mike Adams really played a very key part in this, okay? And the next thing I started taking was black cumin seed oil. Mike Adams. He, Mike Adams, knew, I told Mike Adams my story. He goes, Bob, this is nothing. He goes, this is a bump in the road for you. I mean, here he is saying this. He knew what I had. He goes, it's a bump in the road. You're going you're gonna, to you're gonna beat this. And um, so I started taking black cumin seed oil. Now, it's, you know, you gotta, you got to kind of hold your nose and take it. Um, it doesn't taste the best, but it, it's not horrible. Uh, maybe on, you know, cod liver oil level. But um, And I all of a sudden, I went back to NIH, National Institute of Health, and history. And again, what did I find out? Cytotoxic towards cancer. They call it apoptosis. My, my wife knows the name. It, where it starves cancer if it's oxygen. It causes its death. Okay? And then the other thing, berberine. 
Okay, again, NIH study right here. I'm going to pull it up. I got several computers on my desk, and I'm always pulling out the wrong um, berberine. Okay, berberine. This is NIH, an epiphany against cancer, um, and it's an alkaloid, and it's been used for thousands of years to treat cancer. Okay. It's called it cytotoxic. I'm reading it right now. Uh, in recent years, berberine has been reported to inhibit the cell proliferation and to be cytotoxic towards cancer cells. Um, I mean, it's there. But do you think modern medicine is going to push, you know, a $25 bottle of berberine? Versus, you know, I mean, from what I understand, the remdesivir they gave me, they got $48,000 a dose times five. You know, you some of those cancer drugs are two hundred thousand dollars a dose. A, a bottle of berberine's twenty five bucks. I mean, well, there, I there's an, Biden has an answer for that though. All the expensive life saving drugs are being cost uh, cut by Medicare, courtesy of Biden. And guess what? The pharmaceuticals will just say, "Well, we're not going to give it to uh, Medicare." It's a death sentence. Yeah, it's a now, death sentence. And, and, yeah, and berberine has a special affinity towards cancer of women, breast cancer. I mean, the, the, I'm reading the studies right on NIH right now. So, cytotoxic active five compounds isolates, you know, so it, it's there. Um, Mike Adams told me that in black cumin seed oil, there's a, a thing called thermoquiaquin. I hope I'm saying that correctly. I think I am. But you go in and type in thermoquiaquin, and it is cytotoxic towards cancer. Well, so I started doing all this. And they said, you know, you might live a year and a half. Well, I'm a year and a half. My, yesterday, my wife and I hiked a mountain out behind our house, okay? I mean... I also practice traditional breathing, what's called box breathing. You, if you don't know what it is, you can look it up. But it's basically you inhale as deep as you can for four seconds, hold it for four seconds, exhale for four seconds, hold it for four seconds. Do, just keep doing that. It lowers blood pressure. It oxygenates your body very, very well. And again, cancer doesn't like that. So Dave, here's the bottom line of it all to steal Steve Quayle's line. I've had four scans in the last year. And I want to I want to say this. God knows my expiration date. He wrote my days before they were ever begun. That's why I can have faith in them. Every one of my scans has shown my tumor shrinking. And I, I if if you if if you, I don't even know I I don't feel bad now. I've never gotten old before, so I don't know what getting old feels like. But you know, it has a certain amount of creak creaking and you know cracking effect to the body. But Dave, I feel great. You know, I, traditional medicine would have killed me. It almost did. I mean, I laid in that hospital bed almost dead from remdesivir and COVID and comorbidity issues. Um, but I, every two weeks now, I go and get a 25-gram uh, vitamin C infusion and uh, glutathione with some what they call it a um, Myers compound. And uh, I just want to give people hope that it, you don't have to do it the traditional way, Dave. You know my, you know me. I mean, you know, I was in my fifties before the first time I ever left the country. The first time I ever left the country, I went to Riyadh, Saudi Arabia. I'm sure that's the first on most people's list. Okay, where do I want to go the first time I leave the country? In Milan? Nah. Switz- uh, Geneva? Nah. Let's go to Riyadh, uh, and you know why. But. um you know, I would just say this. My life has been atypical. It has not been what normal people. My mom, my mom, and I love her, and we have a great relationship. But she said, you're just, you have that nomadic gene in you. And I, for the last 30 years, I've been here in Tennessee, so I, I gave it up. But she says, you have not lived a traditional life. I've been everywhere in the world, Dave. I've done. The Common Sense Show is proud to be able to bring you some very special deals for MyPillow. For example, they've got half off MyPillow bed sheets, more than half off their slippers, their sandals, their mattresses, their topper covers, women's lingerie. Now, they have extremely great products, as you all know. Ladies and gentlemen, right now go to MyPillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. MyPillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges. Signed with princes, royalty. I, I, I've dined with generals. I've been introduced to, to people. 
that I just cannot believe I was brought into those circumstances. And, and my, my thing is here, um, you know, is that we have to walk in faith in this life. And if we walk in faith, it's amazing. Just It says, you know, if you have the faith of a mustard seed, and, and that's what I just said, you know, human beings, we're not capable of having lots of faith. We just can't do it. I mean, I don't care what the TV preachers say. It's hard for me to believe I can say to the mountain, jump into the sea. It just, I don't know, some of my brain says, that's not going to work. But so I have a little, just a little, little, little bit of faith. And Dave, I look what God's done with it in my life. It's amazing. I'm here. I am, you know, um, surviving cancer. I was in situations overseas that I should have died. I survived it. I left a successful business and went out just a little wild blue yonder and trusted God. And I, this is the thing in these days and times in which we live. You know, there's people out there I know right now that are listening to it with cancer. Dan Bongino, I was listening to him the other day. He's a lymphoma, lymphoma survivor. And he was regretting the fact that he ever took the vaccine. That's the one good thing my doctor did tell me. He goes, you can't take the vaccine when you're doing immunotherapy. Yeah, they're, they're, it's contraindicated. You can't do it. So I, I had to get out of jail free card. But I wasn't going to take it anyhow. Um, but I, my encouragement is to people. There's people right now in some really bad situations, maybe health, maybe family, maybe financial. And I just, in my small, little, bitty way, have said, Lord, here I am, use me. And God will take that which is profoundly unwise, something the world would look at and say, nah, reject, throw it away, you know, recycle pile. And he will use it to bring honor and glory and majesty to himself. And, and I want to encourage people with that. I want to encourage people today, because there's a lot of people that are hurting. We just, you, you know John Dislin, um, just the other day, uh, one of his daughter's friends, okay, went missing. Um, and they found her in a car with an overdose. And she's hmm. a beautiful girl, um, you know, UGA grad, Try Delta. Uh, and, you know, there's people out there, I, I say this, people out there without hope. And I really want to say, in the Lord Jesus Christ, there is hope. I mean, I, I look and I should be dead. I should be dead from what I, some of the things I did overseas. I should be dead. Um, uh, I should never have been blessed financially with a business that God gave me, but he gave me. He said, you start ready-made resources. I want you to prepare God's people for what's coming. Um, I got that cancer diagnosis, and it's just like I, the, 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 the doctor who looked at me, he's a Christian, but he goes, well, you know, you're, you're a strong guy. You have to go through massive doses of radiation and chemotherapy. <laughs> I've never done any of that. Um, and again, I'm not a doctor. I'm not giving medical advice. I'm just saying this is my journey. Did you do IV vitamin C? I do it every two weeks. Okay. I've done it for a year now. Every two weeks I go get a vitamin C. Where, where, do, you go, where do you go to do that? Well, in Knoxville, there's four <clears throat> or five places up there that do it. Okay. And the other thing I was going to ask you is I heard the federal government was either going to or did outlaw that. Where's that at now? Well, in Tennessee, it's legal. Hmm. It's legal. In Tennessee, I mean, it's not you're not going, you know, behind some Seven Eleven with some, you know, you know, guy and you know, you hop in a van and getting some clandestine IV. It's a facility you go to. It's a chiropractic facility. Um, they do all kinds of alternate medicine, and you know, I just Doctor Godwin said, Bob, it's cytotoxic. I'm reading it right now, like berberine, berberine as a promising, safe anti-cancer agent. And it's peer-reviewed. And this is 2011. They've known about this for a long time. But you're never going to hear it because it, there's no money in it. I mean, think of that. Um, I think it was Tucker Carlson the other day said that one dose of remdesivir was $48,000. 48000 bucks. That's why they're killing people with it. Yeah, and, uh, you know, I got five doses, and I mean, I literally, you remember, I couldn't even barely talk. Oh, I know. I didn't have the, the lung power to even talk, much less walk, but, 
and then every doctor, don't, don't go to the gym, don't go to the okay. gym, don't All work right. out, don't do that. You know, three days out of the hospital, I was in the gym. About two weeks later, I hiked. It took me, I had to stop like 50 times, but I hiked to the top of the mountain behind my property, slowly. It was two or three weeks later, I think. Yeah, two or three weeks later, I just hiked up there. And it took me, I mean, no one I can do it in 15, 20 minutes. You know, cause it's a, but it's a good hike, 20 to 30 degree, you know, going uphill. Um, so it's 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 aggressive, and you know I, if I do it quick, I can I could use be able to you know get up there pretty quick, and then you know just enjoy the 360 vista, and come back down. Um, it took me like two hours to do it that one time, but I just said I'm going to get to that tree, and then when I got to that tree, I said well I'm going to go to that next tree, and I'll stop there. And then I got to that next tree, and I said, I'm going to go to that next tree. Okay, yeah, there, I'm going to stop there. I made it all the way to the top. And, and that's the thing is that we just don't ever give up. I want to encourage people right now, Dave. You're always in the fight. Lady, ma'am, sir, you're in the fight. Never give up. Never surrender. You're in the fight. And if you are willing, God will use that in your life. And, and you might have that dreaded C word, which I don't think it's that dreaded anymore. I think there are ways that you can do it. I, obviously, we're all going to die one day. But I asked the Lord. I said, Lord, and I had my friends agree with me. Lord, I want to live 10 more years. And Why, did, why didn't you get greedy and say 20? Well, I, you know, I was thinking Hezekiah asked for 15. And I thought, I'd, you know, I'd make Hezekiah look greedy and just me ask for 10. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then my wife always told me, she goes, well, you know, when 9 comes along, you can ask him for another 10, you know? <laughs> um, it's kind of like Abraham when he was bargaining. Will you save Sodom for 50 people? How about 40, 25? And they got down to 10, you know? Um, so, but just encouraging people, Dave, we live in very perilous times. Um you know, we live in a, in a world that the medicine is designed to kill you, the food is designed to kill you, the education is designed to pollute your mind. And this is an example of coming out from among the system. I'm still using part of the system. Uh, the immunotherapy, I've had very good results on immunotherapy. Um, oh, also another thing is MSM. You know, it's a sulfur compound. It's on, again, NIH. It's there. Uh, I got it pulled. I have it pulled up right here. Uh, methyl, sulfur, whatever. You, know, you can look it up, MSM. Um, it, it induces apoptosis and decreases the invasiveness of cancer cells. I mean, this is the U.S. government's website telling you this. But, you know, and, it, and, and they also state in a lot of these studies it should be used in conjunction with, you know, traditional treatments, but nobody ever does. Um, and, and all these things have low, toxi low toxicity towards the human body. Um, you know, the only toxicity is the black cumin seed oil doesn't taste good. Okay, um, so, so let me ask you this. To the people who are listening, you get the dreaded, dreaded diagnosis. Oh, we can start chemo tomorrow. What should they do next? What's, their, what's the first step well, after I would they take get a the pause, diagnosis? Okay, I would take a pause and look at your options. When somebody is funneling you in, you know, Henry Ford, you can have any color you want as long as it's black, that is not a good plan, okay? That's not a good plan. I cannot give and do not give medical advice. I just want to make that clear. Okay, I'm just I, saying, I if you were in the same situation again, what would you do? I'd do exactly what I've done. And what was your first Dave, step? I, what, okay, I don't Bob? know. I don't, I don't feel in any way sick at all. I've I got to ask this question. What did you do first? Um, well, the first thing I did is I went to my friends, and they came and prayed for me, and they gave me hope. And I, you know, and this is my wife. My my wife, I mean, I, I she has been um, my. I mean, you know, I, I was the boxer who was getting beaten down in the ring, and she was in the, she was in my corner going, "You're gonna beat him! You're gonna beat him! You're gonna beat him! Keep your arms up! Punch!" You know, and she has been encouraging me. I know, I know you could overcome this, Mike Adams. Bob, you could overcome this. Uh, Mike was Mike prayed for me, and I, my best friends prayed for me, and I don't want to do that. In fact, the Bible says to knock, you know, and, and I will answer. And, it, and now this is not a uh, this is not a formula. It's not. But for me, I actually, my wife and I were praying. I would actually knock on a piece of wood as a symbol of faith. 
It's not some Benny Hinn magic thing formula. It's just something. <laughs> it's not. But but I just felt like that was my my contact of faith to knock because that's what the scripture said. And so what I'm here, I'm asking. You know, I'm your child. You said you love me, and 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 it might not always go our way. I, I don't know. Um, but I know I should have died in the hospital of comorbidity issues. The doctor told my wife, "Be be prepared. Be prepared for him to die." Um, the lady next door is in the same condition, and she's going to probably die tonight. Um, and here I am, a year later, almost eighteen months into her cancer diagnosis. And Dave, I I can go out. I'm, I'm 66, so I definitely have what I call geezer pains. <laughs> um, you know, but I, I I don't know I'm sick in any way, shape, form, or fashion. I know I'm old. <laughs> you know, I feel that, but I, I don't know I'm sick. Um, and they just the other day they said I was their model patient because it's God is doing something good, and that's the whole thing. It's nothing about Bob Griswold here. I just want to make this clear. It's all about God's glory. His ability to, to, to work in a, in, a, in a humble life that's just has really nothing to offer. Like um, Jonathan Edwards said, the only thing I offered God was my sin. That's all I had to offer. Lord, I got a bunch of sin. You got a bunch of righteousness. You want to swap? And he said, sure, we'll swap. And he did. Um, you know, that's, that's what Jonathan said. The only thing I offered, the only thing I had to offer for my salvation was a sin that made it necessary. That was Jonathan Edwards, the, the great revivalist of the 18th century. Um, so I just want to encourage people. We're, we're seeing this world go to hell. Um, I will say this. Do all things work together for good? Absolutely. You know, I, I, there, having a diagnosis like this over your head, it took a lot of the fear of man away. What are you going to do to me? You know? Um, and and so to be bold and I, I examined my life because I examined my mortality and that was a good thing you know uh, I examined all those things and you know I became my wife said I have never seen you draw so close to the Lord during this time and and so you know we, we just accept that by faith that God does work all things good or bad and some things have happened to me work good I've had business partners screw me out of money. I mean, just a, a lot of it, you know. And I remember when that happened, I just said, Roxanne, you'll see. God will give it back to us manyfold. I'm not going to fight it. I'm not going to do that. He said he was a brother. You know, I'm not, not going to fight it. Um, another thing, you know, just another story of faith is that my wife, for all her wonderful, you know, personality traits and things she brings to this to my life she could never have children she lost six children in ectopic pregnancies um so she had six pregnancies she lost through ectopic pregnancies you know and um we didn't know why and then we had one failed adoption the second adoption we had we had the baby in our home and in Tennessee, the mother has up to 10 days to decide, well, I want it back. And we had it for seven days, and then she decided she wanted it back. So we had a, that heartache. Um, and then I got a call one day. And Dave, they said, do you still want a baby? And I went, well, that's a no-brainer, yeah. And they said, well, we have a mother that has picked you out of the, from your birth profile. I don't know how they ever picked me out of my birth profile because it's like you've lived the most unorthodox life imaginable. Um, but she picked us out. Dave, we brought that baby home, Joshua, a newborn baby, into our home at 11 o'clock in the evening on December 24th. Christmas Eve, we, Christmas morning, we woke up with a newborn baby in our home. And, you know, uh, you, you've met Joshua. He's been such a blessing to our mm -hmm. family. He just mm -hmm. got married. But it's, it is that walk of faith, and that's what I want to encourage people with. It, again, this is a usually Bob the flamethrower. Bob, Bob, you know, the, <laughs> the world is ending, Bob. Um, this, is a, this is something I want to do because I know they're hurting people out there, Dave, and I want to encourage them. The diagnosis might be severe, and I'm, I'm not saying God's going to heal everybody. Uh, eventually, this might do me, and I don't know. My cancer is in remission. It's shrinking. Yeah, but God will do what he needs to do with you while he needs you to do it. And while I'm here, I trust him 
that my days were written in his book before I was born. You know, before I was born, they were written in his book. And, and you know, I mean, again, the unorthodox life. I met Roxanne. I was 30. She was 19. And, you know, I just come out of a, a bad divorce. I didn't want the divorce. You know, I tried everything to make it work, but my my wife at that time just didn't want to have anything to do with it and just left. And, you know, I was crushed, devastated, because in that time, Florida got, she got the primary care of our children, which I loved. And, um, you know, just a few months later, I met Roxanne. And Dave, seven days later, we were engaged. Oh, my gosh. Seven days. Um, that was 36 wonderful years ago. I mean, it's, you know, my mom thought I was crazy again. You know, Bob, my nomadic son. Um, but, but again, you, you know, you've met Roxanne. She's the most wonderful woman that I've ever married. Yeah, you married. Um, you married up, Bob. I don't mean to be insulting. Just a bit. But you, <laughs> you married up. But I think what you've done here, you've really laid things out where you've kind of given people a progressive set of steps. I guarantee you, there are people here today that are listening that haven't got the diagnosis that they want, or they have a fear that something is terribly wrong, and they haven't gotten confirmed it yet. And they're going to re-listen to this broadcast, and I think they're going to find comfort. But let's give them a little bit more comfort, okay? Give them something from the Lord that will help them with their struggle. Well, the thing is we have to understand, Dave, is that God is our Father, now, in this in this day and age, a lot of people have had very bad experiences with fathers. Uh, you know, the, the family has definitely been devastated. I know women that were abused by their fathers, and that, so that aside, he is, God is our ideal father. He is the father that you should have had, and he cares. He loves. He comes to you just as Adam. When Adam lost fellowship in the garden. When Christ died, we once again can walk with Christ Jesus in the cool of the garden. We can walk with Him and have fellowship with Him. And, and this is the thing. It's so hard for us to lay aside our human thinking. We get the diagnosis. Doctors, this is the only way you can go. If you don't do this, you're going to die. You have to do this. You have to do that. Take time to hear the voice of the Lord. I, I did. And, uh, you know, again, I'm, I'm not... I, I don't have a crystal ball. I don't know when my expiration date does. I can, uh, is, I can have faith in the one that does know when my expiration date is, and I will finish the course. Like Paul said, I have fought the good fight. I have kept the faith. Henceforth, there is laid up for me a treasure which the Lord, the righteous judge, will give me, and not only to me, but to all those who love his appearing. Um, you know, so that's what I encourage you. God is your Father. He will walk with you through the darkest of hours. He will rejoice and sing with you. The Bible says he sings over us with joy. You know, this is a, this is a, 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 a God and Father who just absolutely is intimately involved in our lives if we let him. The, the problem is, like me, so many times I don't let him. I, you know, I want to do it my way. But through this cancer thing, you know, it's been humbling. Because, you know, about, I used to go to the gym and bench press 400 pounds. Um, I, and, and I used to squat 600 pounds. I was like, I used to go to the dojo and you know, just kick butt. You know, I was, I was a good, I was a good judo, did jujitsu. I was good. Um, and when you get a diagnosis, especially with age and stuff like that, and all of a sudden the body doesn't do what it used to do, you know, it's humbling, and your face start to face your mortality. And instead of falling into depression or sulking or whatever. I just said, you know, I went to God and said, "You're my, I'm your son. Do it with me what you will. Bring me, bring me into your eternal kingdom because that's the ultimate goal, Dave. In this, is that I will stand before the Son of Man one day, and He will say to me, "Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Enter into the joy of thy, thy God." Because there's many, many. Uh, we see them in the news every day. They're going to hear, "Depart from me, you wicked ones." Um, and, and that's the worst of worst things. I mean, talk about cancer being a bad diagnosis. Your eternal soul being condemned, that's a really bad diagnosis. <laughs> yeah, but unfortunately, we're suffering from people that are going to suffer that fate 
but there's sure no shortage of making our lives miserable. Yeah, and like I said, Dave, you know, my four scans, I get them every three months, all come back. You know, they've all come back, you know, the tumors are shrinking. So I, I just, I, I praise God. But I, I, again, more than that, than just Bob rejoicing that he's going to maybe be okay, as, you know, I I'm, I'm want to share that with people so that you can have that dramatic change. I just read a story on Facebook of a, a woman, young woman, uh, getting married, you know, young, young, pretty girl. She was getting married, uh, engagement all set, and then you know she had a lung issue. Went to the hospital, and there's a big mass on her lung, and you know the whole life plans change. Um, God knows that when that happens, and I tried to encourage them. <laughs> you know, I, I'm very careful about you know cutting me open and taking something out or giving me something that's going to poison me. Um, I look at the alternate treatment. That's what I just tell people to do. Just, you know, I, I can't prescribe or tell you what to do, but um, that's what I've done. And, you know, it seems to be working pretty well. And that's the only reason I know that is because I had friends like Mike Adams. And, you know, my wife's a naturopathic doctor. In fact, you know, she's a naturopathic doctor and a fourth damn black belt, so she can kill me or cure me. She decided to <laughs> cure, cure me. In fact, my best friend, Mark, you know, and he goes, you know, my scans, you scan my, Bob, my, uh, Mark, my scan looks really good. It's coming good. He goes, well, I guess God wants Roxanne to bear her cross a little longer. Uh, you know? I hear you. <laughs> Thanks, brother. You know, feel the love. But, no, just to encourage people in this day and age when all the news is bad, uh, press into the Lord. He's there. He'll, he'll, he'll walk with you. In spite of your sin, in spite of yeah. what you have, he'll walk with you. So I like what you did here because I asked you first step. And the first step you mentioned was prayer and group prayer. Yeah. Um, but let's let's pursue that just a step further here. After you harnessed the power of God, what was the next thing that you did? You said, I'm not going to do what the medical people want me to do. What did you do next to, to well, en- enlighten yourself? Si- okay, my sister-in-law, um, which about my, my brother and my sister-in-law are both devout Christians. I, she works in oncology, so I talked to her, and she goes, we are seeing amazing things with immunotherapy. Amazing things. So I said, okay. And I went to the doctor and said, I'm not going to do chemo. And he agreed with me. He said, I agree with you. It wouldn't work in your case. Don't, we're not going to do it. That's 20th century. That's his exact words. 21st century, we do this. So I did that, and I started that protocol. Uh, then, I, then along with the protocols that Dr. Godwin, Mike Adams, and others started doing, I started researching them, the black cumin seed oil, the berberine, the quercetin, the MSN, um, uh, you know, uh, uh, ivermectin. <laughs> you uh, know? Yeah. Iver who? We don't know anything about <laughs> the, uh, that, federal government. <laughs> ivermectin. Um, what? No. Um, so there are other things I do. Um, I, I, and I listen, I listen to, to the voice of God. And just say, is this, if he adds another protocol, it, it might be that one protocol is finished and another pro- protocol begins. This is why we have to walk with him, because we'll hear his voice. And it, it's not, I don't hear God say, Bob, um, take three of those pills today and two of those. That, that's not what I'm talking about. I, I just feel a direction, an unction, a moving to what to do. Um, and and it's, it, it's the mustard seed faith thing, you know, I, just a tiny little bit of faith. And that tiny little bit of faith, God says he'll honor it. So anybody that has that, you know, that's what I did. I, I sought my friends, and they prayed for me. Um, and in fact, Dr. Godwin um, came to me, and he goes, I want to tell you something, Bob. You ever watch the movie Shawshank Redemption? And I said, yes, I've seen it. He goes, do you remember when Andy Dufresne was sitting there, and he, he you know, he just got out of solitary confinement, and he was really discouraged? And then, um, you know, uh, Morgan Freeman, I've got the name of his character. Morgan Freeman said, you know, get busy living or get busy dying. And, and that's what Dr. Godwin told me. He goes, you make a decision here. A lot of people, they get that C diagnosis, and they get busy dying. Okay, where's the coffin store? Um, you know, get busy living. The Bible says, choose life or death. And I said, Lord, I choose life. I want to be with my bride longer. I want yeah. to see my children, my and grandchildren. Bob, I choose life. We are out of time. It's such a moving story, and we kind of ran over a little bit. So you got 15 seconds to tell people how to get a hold of you. So not only you tell know, them I'm not going to advertise right now. I want to say if people have questions, 
of what I've done, call me at you know, my phone number, 800-627-3809. I'll pray with you, and I'll just discuss with you what I've done. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm a sinner like you. I'm a beggar telling another beggar what I did to get bread. Okay. that's uh, I can't top that. Uh, by the way, ReadyMadeResources.com is the best survival, uh, life-sustaining outfit that's out there. I'll go ahead and say it. I'll advertise for him. Bob, thanks so much for coming on. Very inspiring story. I know, I know you'll never know how many people you've helped with this broadcast. Thank you. Well, thank you, Dave. Take care. Bye-bye. We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee.